Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Craig Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. Today we're talking week five waiver wire. We're going to jump right into this thing, get you some waiver wire pickups to head into week five if you're scrambling, if you've had injuries and players you're going to have to go pick up here. So I will start us off, Jeff. I think the top name is probably going to be um, Damien Williams this week for the Bears because David Montgomery looked like it could be a potentially serious knee injury. Don't love to see it, but if if that's the case, obviously Damien Williams is going to step in and he's a capable running back, I would say. So Damien Williams is definitely going to be an option. There should be the number one pickup, which if you're telling me Damien Williams is the number one pickup next week, probably not a great week, but here we are, right? If you need a running back, if you lost David Montgomery, you probably do need to go pick up Damian Williams. Um, and yeah, there's no, there's no one else there yet, right? Tariq Cohen's not back yet. He won't be back till week seven. It's going to be Damian Williams for at least a few weeks for sure. And then until Cohen comes back and helps is if Montgomery's out for a long period of time. So Damian Williams, are you uh, feeling excited about this one? I, I feel okay about it. I, I think that they're going to use him in a similar way that they use Montgomery if, if he is yeah. out. Yeah. So I, I have no reason not to believe that he won't, he won't be able to be used in the lineup. For sure. I think it's definitely um, – if they play him and he gets all the volume, like Montgomery was going to get it, he's going to be fine. He, was a, he had good moments with Kansas City a few years back, right? That stretch at the end of that season, he actually won some fantasy championships, I think, for some people there. I think in our league that year, he won a fantasy championship for somebody. And he's definitely a good option. So Damian Williams should be the number one pickup for this upcoming week. But at running back, that's about it for me. <laughs> that's that's how, like, it's so weak at running back. There's not much else that's out there. The, the number, the other name that you can even talk about at running back is going to be, I mean, if we're looking like 40% and under, right, is uh, Kenny Gainwell. Just because of the volume he's getting, the not the volume, the work he's getting with Eagles, he's getting some, but again, he's not the main guy there, and it's just it's going to be sporadic. So he's about the next option if you're looking at this forty percent and under mark to, of players to go pick up. It's Kenny Gainwell, and yeah, and, and then okay, and then one other, Latavius Murray. He's still under forty percent, right? So Latavius Murray, it didn't look great this week, this past week, but. That can change. It's a good offense. Latavius Murray is still capable. So Latavius Murray is definitely should be looked at as an option to pick up as well. If you're, if you're desperate and you need some players, yeah, to pick he's, up. he's getting enough carries right now and no one else on that, in that backfield has, has really stood out. So yeah, he, he's still a guy that would be well worth it if you want to throw him on your bench. But yeah, I mean, that really is it as far as running back goes. There's no one. I mean, even Cordero Patterson, who who we talked about a few weeks back now, or a couple weeks back, I mean, he's already up at near 73% owned. Obviously, if he, for whatever reason, is right. not owned in your league, that I mean, that would be, obviously, go for him. But, you know, we don't talk about, 73 is a, a huge percentage of, of ownage. But who knows? He's still kind of a, a rising star in the last few weeks. So maybe people missed him in your league. Yeah, but we're we're cutting ourselves off at forty percent. It's uh, mm-hmm. it becomes a little more ugly <laughs> for the pickups because if if you went if go over and look at receiver, if if you went, I don't have a lot either. So if you go to like the forty to fifty percent, if you go under fifty percent, it gives me like two names. So I'll just bring those out there because they're under fifty percent owned, or maybe yeah, a bunch of names. You got Darnell Mooney still out there. He's 
he's owned currently in 41% of leagues. So he's just barely over our threshold, but I want to throw him out there. He had a good week this past week. He, I've seen him dropped a lot of places, but I, you know, he's, he's still involved. Like that offense hasn't been great, but he had five catches in week one. He had six in week two. He had five this past week. He said seven targets, eight targets, four targets, seven targets. It's, you know, it's not amazing, but if you need a player, Darna Mooney, I still feel good about him. But the other guy who is owned currently in 44% of leagues is Emmanuel Sanders. So Emmanuel Sanders said now two weeks in a row where he's had five catches last week was five for 94 and two touchdowns this week. He doesn't get the touchdowns, but it's five for 74 in his targets too. eight targets, then six, six, six. He is definitely involved in that offense in Buffalo as well. So just throw those two names out there that are just over that 40% mark of guys that you could look at, because I'll be honest after that, then it goes to Jameson Crowder is the one name under 40%. (laughs) And you just have to go for him, right? You have to talk about him. This is what he does when he plays. It's he, he hasn't played the first three weeks, right? He he comes back and seven catches, 61 yards and touchdown. That's just what Jameson Crowder does. Nine targets. I feel like that's the same stat line every time. Yeah, it, it is. He's a solid, he's a solid ad. You can throw him in your lineup and feel okay about it. Even though, yep. even though he's on the on a team you don't really want to play, but <laughs> but still he's okay. And if I'm going wide receiver, I do have three more guys I want to yep. mention. And these guys are I think the guys that Craig mentioned are people that you could actually use right now. The ones I'm right. going to are kind of wait and see, but they're, they're high upside. And those yep. guys are going to be number one is going to be uh Kadarius Tony yep. right now. He's only owned in 3.2% of leagues. He looked, he passed the eye test. We talked about it uh, in our past podcast. Uh, he looked pretty good. I think he's going to get a, a bunch of work this year. I don't know what that's going to turn into, but I'm really excited to find out. Uh, the other guy is going to be Josh Gordon. This one is kind of more of a Hail Mary. But right now, people have talked about how he looks good. He's going to be on Kansas City. He is a freak of nature when he is playing good football. Mm-hmm. So he would be worth throwing on your bench. And then finally, the other guy is going to be Rashad Bateman of Baltimore. Yep. He's owned currently in 12.7% of ESPN leagues, and he's about to come off the IR. Hopefully, I mean, once again, you're not putting him in your lineup. And unless he breaks out immediately, you won't for a few weeks. But this is how you can get him for cheap. And then you can figure out what they have there. And I do think that he's a talented young guy. But once again, that that offense doesn't usually have a dominant wide receiver on there. But they drafted him for a reason. So it's worth finding out. In, right. in saying all that, those three guys, mm-hmm. which one of those guys do you like the most as far as I'm going to throw him on my bench and I think he might wield the most upside? It's a tough one because before this week, I would have easily said Bateman, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Tony, what I saw from him, I really liked. And I liked him before. I picked him up on my, a couple of my teams and I probably dropped him by now, right? Because it just felt like nothing was happening. And But I loved what I saw from him in that game. Um with that said, I'm still going to say Bateman, but it's barely. It's just because it's still the Giants. I still think there's so many for for Tony. It is. There's still Sterling Shepard. There's still Darius Slate. There's still Kenny Galladay. There's still a lot of guys there. I know Baltimore has some too, but I'm not as worried about the Bateman. Should be able to pass most of these guys right away. I feel like yeah. if he's what he what he should be. So it's still Bateman, but it's not by a lot. I like. I really loved what I saw from from Katerius Tony as well. Yeah, so, I, I did too. I, th- I think the way you're thinking about that is correct. Josh Gordon. What was interesting about him? Because I know that he's a hail, and I said that, I know he's a hail mary. Yeah. He's interesting though. I'm I'm actually I did pick him up in a league or two that has a deeper bench, just because 
why not? Let's see what, let's see what this is. Right. And, um, you know, you heard good things right away, but this guy was extremely talented. Right. And he's still what, only 30 years old. He's still not that old. <laughs> He's, no, and it feels like he, he should be older than he oh, is and, by and this point. <laughs> the way he's built, too, it's not like he yeah. was just a speedster and he might have lost yeah. that. He was a big guy, so they could use yeah. him. Once again, KC, the way they do that, Tyreek is number one, Kelsey number two, and then you fill in. But he, man, they could they, he could really be a weapon for them. But I have no idea what he's going to look like. Right now, it's just hearsay, and I can't really... I can't really trust it, but you, you, your mind immediately goes back to Cleveland. How many years ago? Twenty thirteen. Like led the league. Was it twenty thirteen? Oh my gosh! Yeah. Was it really that long ago now? Yeah. When yeah. he led the league in receiving, and he was just otherworldly. So you were like, oh man, if he's just even a shell of himself, he would be worth having. He's definitely worth an ad just to just to take that chance, right? And I'll throw out one other name. Um, we're recording this before the Monday night game, but um. Well, don't know. Maybe he throws up zeros and nothing happens there. But Brian Edwards is interesting to me yet. I've seen and like uh, it's happened at the end of games a couple times where they needed they needed some catches. And it seemed like Derek Carr was going to him. And again, it's not big numbers. You had four catches, three catches and three catches, five targets, three targets, five targets. It's not been a lot, but it really feels like towards those end of the games when they're looking for Edwards, he looks really good. He looks like a, you know, a player who can really break out and I keep I'm waiting for that and watching for that so we'll see if he gets more looks he needs more targets that's clearly what he needs to see but he's just one to think about and throw there at the end there just Brian Edwards he's he he looks the part for me when he actually gets the you know toward those end of the games it doesn't happen a lot yet but I've been very interested in, in him we'll see what he does Monday night yeah I, I like his upside uh, there is one other um one other individual I do want to throw out there and get your opinion on because he has outperformed what we thought he was going to do so far, and that is Van Jefferson of the L.A. Rams. Uh, he had a, a really nice game, six catches for 90 yards and a touchdown. He had a touchdown in week one. He's starting to get his targets up further and further. Do you think that he is worth anything at the moment? Because right now he's kind of turning into the number two wide receiver. I know Woods is there, but he's struggling. But Je- Van Jefferson is... is finding a way to kind of implement himself in this offense. Do you think that he's worthy of a pickup? Depends, I guess, on the size of your league. That's the only thing I'd say there. Um, I'd still be hesitant because I still feel like Robert Woods should be ahead of him. Mm-hmm. And Oh, yeah. I mean, he definitely you know, does. Yeah. And I'd, so I'm just, I'd, I'd be hesitant yet just because I feel like there's so much more. But that being said, if you see another week of it, definitely. I'd go pick him up. I just, I just probably wouldn't myself yet. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. You, you wonder about the 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 amount of upside right and he seems yep. like one of those that maybe you could throw in and and kind of get some points kind of like a jameson yep. crowder to me uh yep. just an unproven one so yeah but, all right quarterback let's talk some streaming quarterbacks i think there's definitely some people out there that have you know shown themselves as a pretty good option here so i'll go i'll go like 40 percent and under streaming quarterbacks i'm probably going to say sam darnold's probably my top option he's playing against philadelphia I, I've loved what I've seen from Darnold so far. He's getting touchdowns on the ground as well. So I think Darnold's a good a good play this week for you if you if you're really looking for an option. Um, Daniel Jones at Dallas. That's a pretty decent. Dallas has been better on defense, but still Daniel Jones has been putting up numbers. I would you know I think that's another solid matchup. There another solid play Daniel Jones and then Taylor Heineke playing against the Saints. So the Saints just gave up 400 yards to Daniel Jones. So those three right there, uh, those are my top three probably to start us off. I, 
I mean, what are you thinking out of those three? Who would you be playing? Darnold, Jones, Heineke? Honestly, um, I, 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 I can't believe I'm saying this. I don't have an issue with any three of them. It's crazy, of right? Yeah, I don't. But um, I, I would say that I think, I think I would go Darnold, and then I would go Heineke, and then Daniel Jones. Uh, and I, I think I'm that, right there with you. Yeah, and I think it's because of the matchups. And right now, usually you're kind of like, oh, if they, if they play a bad team, they're going to get it. But what we found is if they play a bad team, the quarterback isn't needed as much and they start running it. It's kind right. of what happened to Daniel yeah. Jones, even though he's had a great year so far um, in week three, he played Atlanta and that was by far his worst week because they just didn't really need him. So, yeah. yeah so I, that's how I would rank those three individuals. And pe- people are going to wonder where are you sliding in trade Lance? I'm, I'm not this week. I'm just, he's down there yeah. for me. I was going to say, they're going to play at Arizona. Yeah, so I'd still go... They're going to have to put up points. That's my only only issue. Whether he throws three picks, can he get three touchdowns? I mean, it's possible. I just don't want to take that chance. And I'd go another... I'd go Jameis next ahead of him yet. Jameis is playing against Washington, who has just been giving up um, points to quarterbacks. So Jameis would be ahead of him yet, um, at least at that point. So at least four guys ahead of him, for sure, if you're looking at this list. Trey Trey becomes in there... it depends how risky you want to be, right? If you're if you're willing to be real risky and you don't know what you're getting out of it, it's that's one thing, right? But that's it's a big big risk to undertake. I feel like play, playing Trey Lance right away, and I I'm just I'm not there. I, I can't do that right now. Yeah, that I mean it's very fair, especially when I you almost you have to believe that one of those other three guys will be there yep. for you. But all right, let's move to defense. Let's talk about see if we have any options here. We'll talk it out. See if you think you can find a play. At 50% or under quarterback actually seems pretty easy this week, but here are the 50% and under defenses we got going. Uh, Panthers were a pretty solid defense. We thought Dallas did well against them, but Panthers go against Philadelphia. Probably don't love that. Not with what you can see. I mean, you can see a, a scenario where they play well, right? And it goes well, but you can see a scenario where Jalen Hurts puts up some points on them. So probably going to yeah, avoid I'm not, that. I'm not, I'm not loving that one. I, I would avoid it as well. Jalen Hurts has been, has been good enough where I, I just feel like they're not going to be they're not going to be a low scoring team even if I think that right you know whether I think Panthers could win it or not. Yep. So. Well, here we go. How about Cardinals, who've actually been a solid defense playing against San Francisco? Yeah, I like that one a lot. And even yeah. if I think Trey Lance could get you know could rush one in, could do something. I could see two or three think, picks too. <laughs> yeah, I could see some things really going down, and especially if he starts running. You know they're going to be trying to strip the ball. It, it it gives them a lot of opportunity to create turnovers, which is really how you get points in in fantasy. So yep. I like that one a lot. Yep. So those that's probably my favorite option of these ones down the list a little bit. Um, you have yeah the, the matchup this week is the Falcons play the Jets, but you don't want to play the Falcons defense any in any scenario. Even against the no. Jets, you don't want to play them. Packers playing against Cincinnati. Cincinnati could they'll put up points, so I don't feel I don't feel very comfortable about it. Here we go, Vikings against Detroit. That's probably where you're looking. You know, yeah, Detroit's just they might put up points at the end, but they're definitely gonna have a turnover too. Vikings have been okay. They're not a they're not a great defense, but they're they're good enough. And they had a they held Cleveland only 14 points, so Vikings probably an okay option. I like the the Bears played well against the Lions the past week, but they played at Las Vegas, who. They can. I don't. I don't love that. Yeah, they've been playing really. It, they've been playing good football. I would probably stay away with away from them yep. compared to the other ones we talked about. Yep. I, I I'm with you Vikings there. are only owned in sixteen point seven. I'd much rather play them. 
Yep. But that's about it to me. Cause I'll say all the other possible options under 50% are not as great. Colts at Baltimore. Yeah, that not, was okay. I don't, it's okay, I don't, but yeah, it's, it's one of those. Outside, where, but yeah, it's, it was yeah. okay. Here, here, the other at, one that's the other one yeah. that's very interesting to me, and I really don't know how to because I feel like New York, the Giants are kind of finding their stride, but Dallas at, somehow their defense fantasy wise has been okay. But they play New York Giants. Uh, they, I mean, yeah. they did okay against Carolina. They did well against Philly. They did okay against the Chargers, and right. even held their own against Tampa Bay at Tampa Bay. So do you, is that one of those that you would consider as well? Yeah. If you, if you can't get some of the better options, I guess, you know, you probably could look that way. I don't, don't love that either, but, um, but there's some, yeah, you might, maybe you were somebody that had Washington early on and they've been just giving up points though. So you don't want to, you don't want to play somebody like that. So maybe you go to Dallas. Yeah. But there's definitely options out there. Um, not great options, but there's some that can just maybe some weeks you just don't want to be, you know, go negative, right. You just want to, <laughs> Just keep it steady. So at least there's some options like that for you. But all right, there we go. Waiver wire week five already. Jeez, we're getting, we say we're getting there, but we're still only about a third of the way through. So week five is coming up soon. So that'll be it for today. Talk to you guys next time.